So, I want to share with you one of my favorite shtiklach. Really one of my favorite shtiklach. So, the three yeshiva guys sitting around the table, and invariably, especially if they're yeshivish, one of them's going to say, you know, three people eat together and don't say the vitaria, it's ki'ilu they're eating from Avodah To which his friend will reply, Oh, you just said Vartaira, you just said Halacha, so we're now good. Now this Halacha may be commonly thrown around, but in fact, it's a mission in Perkeyavis. And it's said by none other than Rabshim and Barichai. It's just a little bit in Yon of the Gamer. Now, here's my question. Perkeyavis is a special link in the Messiah of Klal Yisrael, where Tanam relay fundamental concepts in Yiddishkeit to us. And usually the ideas they convey were concepts that they especially felt were, were, were important to, to give over to the next generation of Klal Yisrael. Now as far as Tanam go, we're, we are familiar with the basic life story of Reb Shimon, perhaps even more than your average Tana, as we, and we know of his teachings. Now, oh, just for one side point, I didn't mean average Tana, like average. Like in, is he your average or brilliant or not so brilliant in regard to Shaduchim, which you shouldn't answer that question. Um, but um, I meant like your average Tana, that means all the Tanaim are great, but I mean average to the knowledge of their life stories. But anyway, we know where Shimon his story of his life and more, a lot about him. So why did Reb Shimon choose this halacha to be his Yisai that he passed down to us in Pirkei Other Tanam have given us approaches to life. Well, Reb Shimon, known for his spirituality and holiness, tells us a rule to keep when we're eating. So first, first we have to try to understand the essence of Reb Shimon. At least in regard to, at least in regard to Tyrus HaNigla. Right, we did talk about this actually in, um, um, secrets, secrets from the revealed. About how all throughout Shasta's discussions between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda, and like Tavashen and Mischavin, and things like that. Um, trend which um, now without getting into the entire sugya over there, we did talk about it. It boils down to whether one judges a person based on his intentions or on his actions. Now, this may sound familiar because it was actually the debate between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. Regarding the Romans, okay. So now we see. We were reminded, or for those of you who only listen to this one, not to listen to the other one, we see that the basis, the essence. Rabbi Shimon says the essence of what you do is based on your lave. What you're thinking in your heart when you do it. That's the action. That's how the action is judged. But before we get to, the, to, to our question. Let's just take it one step further. We know Rabbi Shimon Yechai had to hide in a cave from the Romans, and there, together with his son, reached very high levels of kedusha. After twelve years, the two came out and were unable to tolerate anything mundane. Chazal tell us that anyone Rabbi Shimon or his son looked at burst into flames. So, at some point, the heavenly voice commanded them to return to the cave, where they stayed for another year. Now, upon exiting the cave, Reb Shimon's son Elazar was still burning what he looked at. But Reb Shimon himself was able to reverse the destruction and revive what his son destroyed. He said to his son, It's enough for the world to have the two of us on our level. 
Then they saw a man carrying two bundles of Hadassah for Shabbos. The man explained that he needed two bundles, one representing the word Zachar and one the word Shamar. To which Rabbi Shimon said to his son, look how precious mitzvahs are to Klal Yisrael. Now this story is going to answer our question. It gives us the timeline to Rabbi Shimon's way of understanding the world and how we should serve Hashem. Because first, Rabbi Shimon comments regarding the Romans, that all the Romans did is worthless because they had their wrong intentions, right? Davar she'en is is not a malacha. And if the Romans build bridges to collect taxes, it's about tax collecting, not about doing favors for anyone. He then goes into a cave for 12 years. It comes out on such a spiritual level he can't tolerate anyone who doesn't seem to have the proper intentions. If he thinks they're doing something mundane. If he thinks if he thinks it, he just pull, calls down din on them. Then he goes back to the cave for a year to bring this special level of Kedusha down to the world. When he finally comes out, he had further developed his original opinion of following a person's heart by coupling it to a new concept. He built on that side of Machshava. He, he, brings, he gives us the concept that he mentioned in Perkyavis. The concept is that the mundane is only mundane if you let it be. However, we have the ability to raise the mundane to a level of spirituality. Like a person can take a few branches of Adasim and use them to sanctify his for Shabbos. A person can take his meal and elevate it to the level of Mizbeach in the base of Migdash. That's, that's the aside. That's the aside. The aside is that someone could take his mundane eating, right? It's one of the examples. Eating is mundane. But if you take it the way it's supposed to be done, you can infuse it with spirituality to elevate your table and your meal to, to the level of a carbon. Actually, it may tie in very nicely to the, to, to the thought we had. I think it's called animal elevation regarding animals and carbonates and how that whole thing works out. Maybe if you listen to that share, see if it ties in, let me know. Um, so Rabbi Shimon may seem to be limited to meals of three in the Mishnah. But really, it's much more than that. Because if you take Rabbi Shimon's life approach, following your intentions in regard to Shabbos, and building bridges, what happened the Romans, and apply it to the mission, you get a powerful message. Everything in this world can be elevated to spirituality. It's up to us to elevate it to that level. And that's the Yisrael. It's a fundamentally Yisrael. It looks like a little halacha. It's, it's a halacha that represents, at least to, what, to how I understand, years and years of, of Yishim's life. From, from, Davishayinam Yishavim, or Basar Machshava of the Romans and of, 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 of and in general, through through achieving spiritual levels and bringing it back down to to, to everyone to, to, to the mundane and taking that and turning it into a you say that every single meal that you have is an opportunity to elevate things to spiritual levels. You could affect your Machshava could transform a mundane object into an object of of. Of, of immense spirituality to the level of a carbon. That, that, that level of taking your, 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 your lathe and using it, that's his design. That, that, in every little bit of life, you can, you can, you can mamish, you can mamish make a major spiritual impact. Have a wonderful day.